You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. Hey, you guys, we're going to be talking about the millennium. Questions are being asked about it. We're going to be talking about some questions about regarding why and what happens to someone who perhaps experiences the millennium at the end when Satan is loosed for a little season. What? The Bible says Satan will be loosed for a little season. What for? Let's see why. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. Hey, guys, welcome back to our podcast. And uh, we are going to deal with a couple of questions, I hope. Uh, this is a response to the just the um, remarkable amount of um, email that we've got from you guys, which really encouraged us. And we want to, like, always want to remind you, please... Hit subscribe, it's free, and share this link with other people. That's the biggest thing that we uh, can experience from you. That's the biggest love that you can show me is if you share this with other people, that you subscribe and hit the like button, because it communicates to the uh, tech world, uh, let's keep this guy on. Um, and we mean this so much. Have you noticed we're not asking for money? I know other podcasts, other people do. That's their business. That's not mine. I'm not judging them. Uh, the point is, I'm trying to figure out how can we best communicate to you that we're in this for realsies, okay? We're not here to pretend or play games. We're not here to make a nickel off of you. Uh, so here's the deal. Regarding the end-time events and regarding the millennium, uh, which is the thousand-year reign of Christ, which the Jesus of the Bible must fulfill, or you've got the wrong Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible has to sit on the throne of David in Jerusalem. According to the prophecies given to King David, his son will sit on the throne forever. His descendant will reign over Israel forever. That's never happened. Jesus is the son of David, is he not? Jesus will sit on the throne for a thousand years. And after the thousand years, the Bible tells us, and here's your question, uh, Sia, love the name, C-I-A, as long as it's a name and not an acronym. 
Why does Satan have to be let loose after the millennium for a little while? Great question. Uh, the Bible actually answers it. Read uh, Revelation 21 and 22 more closely, because here's why. There are mortals born into—this is incredible. There are mortals born into the kingdom, meaning uh, that those who are living on earth at that time as mortals— We've already talked about some of the characteristics about that. There'll be farming, there'll be cities, there'll be rain, there'll be sun, there'll be days, there'll be seven days a week, there'll be worship, there'll be kings, there'll be leaders of nations. In fact, the Bible tells us that the leaders and the kings of nations will bring their wealth to the Lord in Jerusalem as an offering. In fact, God says there that during the millennium, if a leader of a country, of a nation, refuses to honor the government of Jesus, remember that the thousand-year reign, you know the U.S. president is supposed to have four years uh, in his election or in her election. The millennium is a thousand-year reign. It's a thousand-year politics. The thousand-year politics of Jesus, not man, it's awesome— so during that period of time, there are people born, there are people dying. Um, but during that time, as you approach the end of the thousand-year reign, it says, you're right, Satan's loose for a little bit. Why? You'd say, well, what's, what good is that? Satan will be released, and he will tempt the world. And he will sway people, just like he's doing today, he will sway those people who are open to his lies, and they don't like Jesus. They live on the earth, but they don't like him. Remember, God's put within us a free moral agency. There's going to be those that live in the millennium. They're going to actually be on earth with Christ, and they're not going to like him, even though Satan's bound. Why aren't they going to like him? Because they have an unredeemed, wicked nature. Even though, listen, number one, Satan's bound, and they're still going to sin against God. We don't need Satan to sin against God, right? For those of you who are older, way older, like me, remember Flip Wilson used to do that little skit, and he used to say, the devil made me do it. Well, when Satan's bound, no one's going to be able to say, the devil made me do it. When they sin, it's their own sin nature. So God is going to allow Satan to be released from hell to deceive people on earth, that is simply test them, and they're going to make a decision outright, I'm going to go with Satan. And the Bible says that that will happen shortly, very, very quickly, and then Satan will be consigned to the lake of fire forever. Okay? So I know it sounds crazy, but just back up. It doesn't involve you. It doesn't involve me. We're already with Christ glorified. We're the bride of Christ. We are not in our mortal state. We are in our glorified state. Those living in the millennium, born and, born and living and going to the office and, and going to the fields and farming and, and those that are working and those that whatever, they will have a chance to obey Christ or not. And it just goes to show you that without Satan mucking everything up, human nature is such that it will still say, I don't want this Jesus guy ruling me. Well, one more act of grace will be given. Don't consider the releasing of Satan um, 
an act of judgment by God. It's actually an opportunity given to an individual to exercise their choice. God will not make you love him. God will not make you love Satan. God will give you an opportunity, and you're going to choose, not you. I mean, you can choose today. I hope you're a Christian, a real one. Christ follower, how about that? I hope you're in Christ. If you are, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not a believer, you need to become a believer now, but we're talking about people then. The people then, even with Satan bound, are still going to have a wicked heart that needs redemption. They'll either get a chance to come to Christ and accept Christ into their heart. They'll be saved during the millennium. They'll give their hearts to Christ. They'll be born again. Think of that. Or they'll reject Christ. Pretty remarkable. So I hope that answers your question. I personally can't wait. On my laptop, I have a folder, and I, I labeled it um, the Millennium. And when you click on that folder, it opens up, and there's various websites there. And you don't need to know this. I'm just telling you something that I hope gets you excited. When you click on these links that I've saved over the years, um, they are oil paintings from famous paintings of yesteryear and their particular paintings. For example, in that, there's a couple of Rembrandts. Uh, and why do I like that? Because he painted the millennium, his view of the millennium, according to scripture. There's one Rembrandt painting that it's like this. So you are, you're me, you're in the museum, the portrait gallery, and you're looking at the painting. And on the paint, the painting is Jesus from like about his chest up crucified, crown of thorns, blood, nail through his hand right here. And you think, well, that's a weird painting. Oh, listen. Coming into the painting is Rembrandt holding the nail and driving the hammer. He's extending himself into his painting, nailing Christ to the cross. You say, Jack, that's gross. No, it's not. It's, it's actually fantastic theology. My sins nailed Jesus to the cross. If you don't understand that personally, then how can you have him as a personal savior? Well, what about Hitler? Who cares about Hitler? Hitler nailed Jesus to the cross. Well, what about the Pope? He nailed Jesus to the cross. What about Billy Graham? He nailed Jesus to the cross. What about Jack? Jack nailed Jesus to the cross. You did too. Our sins nailed Christ to the cross. But in those paintings, and there's some great ones, by the way, for those of you who are in the Virginia, D.C. area, um, Potomac area, whatever, if you go to the Port National Portrait Gallery, uh, it's, um, it's, it's one of my favorite. I always go there when I'm in D.C. I just go there. If I've got an hour or two or three or five, I go there. It's on 801 uh, G Street in Washington, D.C., um, I go to it, natural, National Portrait Gallery, and I just go to that section, and, and you see massive oil paintings of the millennium. The author, the author of the painting, the artist, will say, the millennium, the reign of Christ. And you'll see what, in my eyes, because I'm a Californian, 
in my eyes, you see what looks like Yosemite Valley. You see mountains rising up, waterfalls cascading into the valley. You see deer uh, painted in, lush vegetation, and this paradise on earth, uh, clouds, and everything as it ought to be. And there are various paintings by these greats that allow your mind, you just stand there for a moment, you just realize, oh my gosh, this painter had the millennium in mind. How accurate is that painting? And you'll be shocked to find out that those paintings are extremely accurate. Some of them depict a desert in full bloom. A desert, according to the book of Isaiah, when Christ returns in the millennium, he will transform the deserts into a bouquet of color. He will send forth streams in the desert, and the desert will blossom. Isn't it crazy weird? For those of us who live near, California has one of the most beautiful deserts in all of the world. I mean that sincerely. The Mojave is amazing, especially after a season like we've had where we've had huge rains. Why? What's happened? It just explodes in color. Here's the funny thing. It may not rain there for three, four years, or five years, or 11 years. No rain. And then it rains. And then within days, the desert gets a little velvet green carpet. The desert. And then flowers start coming up. You know those seeds have been in there for who knows how long. And it's just so amazing. And I'll leave you with this just because it's cool. All of us are familiar with roses. But what you may not know, and this is the hand of God, what you may not know is that on a rose are the thorns. Who Nobody likes the rose thorns. Nobody likes those things. They're wicked. But did you know that that is a stunted blossom of a flower? Because it doesn't develop, it turns into a thorn. Did you know a cactus? Think of a barrel cactus. That's the famous round cactus looks like half a circle and it's got a million needles sticking out like this long did you know all of those are underdeveloped flowers they never bloom when christ comes back do you get my point cactus are going to explode with color that's in the millennium that's going to be an incredible thing so you guys listen as always i know we're ending a little bit short as far as i know watching the clock you guys, it's so important that you hit subscribe, so important that you hit like. That helps us. We want to see these podcasts move up in the ranks for one reason, this reason. For God so loved you, for God so loved me that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, that includes you, would not perish, that is die and go to hell, would not perish but have everlasting life. That's eternal life with Jesus forever. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but God sent his son into the world to save the world. And the Bible says that, and this is the condemnation, that God sent his son as the light of the world, but men love darkness rather than light, lest their evil deeds be exposed. But the Bible tells us if we come to the light, as he is in the light, he cleanses us from all sin so that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's why we want you to hit subscribe. 
That's why we want you to share this with other people. Just that last bit right there should be enough to do your part of being an evangelist, getting the word of God out. God bless you guys. Listen, we believe strongly that it's uh, that you should live out in this world around us what you believe in. It's time for real life. That's what people want to see. Real, authentic Christianity. Until next time, God bless you guys. This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities, are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.